Welcome to the New Mercies Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Caldwell. This is episode number 167. And in the New Mercies Podcast this past week, we've been talking about love. We've looked at places in Scripture where love is explained and how we can learn to live by the law of love. And so today, I want to look in the book of Romans. The first time love is introduced in this book is all the way down in chapter 5. Why does he wait so long before he introduces the concept of God's love and how he loves us and how his, his affection toward us is shown and proven? And it's because he talks a lot about faith and a lot about justification and a lot about where we came from and talks about Abraham and where the faith was founded. And as he gets to this point, though, he's established faith. Then he talks about the deeper experiences of our faith. So I want to read just the first five verses in chapter five with you this morning. And there's much more in this passage that you should go and read. It's awesome. Go read all of chapter five today. It's fantastic. But for our purposes today, I want to read the first five verses. It starts out and says, Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. In the first verse there, he gives us a therefore. Typically, we've got to go back and find out what that word is there for. It's a continued thought. But he's saying, since we've been justified by faith, he gives a definition, understanding about faith and justification. He says, since faith has made us whole or made us right before God, we have peace with God, meaning we're no longer enemies. We used to be at war with God. Now we have peace with him through our Lord Jesus Christ, the one who paid the price to justify us, and we have now put our faith in him. And he continues in verse 2, through him we also have obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that our suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. This is the first time in this book that the Holy Spirit has specifically been identified. We know the work of the Holy Spirit before this, but we see Paul introducing this person of the Holy Spirit by name. And I think it's awesome that he puts it together with God's love. This passage, as we read it, talks about our faith journey and how faith produces peace with God. We have put our faith in Jesus, therefore we are no longer enemies of God. And so through this faith, through this Savior Jesus, we've also accessed by faith the grace in which we stand, meaning that we have confidence knowing that God forgave us of our sins and then gives us life abundantly. We now rejoice in the hope of the glory of God because He is the only one. His glory is the only one that can handle our hope. It will not disappoint us. I've said before on the podcast, and I say to several people, bitterness is not a result of tragedy or not a result of trauma. Bitterness is a result of misplaced hope. It's when you put your hope in something that can't handle the weight of your hope and your expectations and what you want to see. And when we put hope in the glory of God, we know that the glory of God can handle all of the hopes of everybody on the planet. 
Then he goes through and says, we rejoice in our sufferings because suffering produces endurance. How do you get stronger? By suffering. How do you continue to run the race? You're going to suffer. You're going to experience difficulty that's going to make you stronger. And endurance produces character. It's who you are. It's going to produce something in you. The longer that you stick it out, the longer that you keep working and that you keep serving, it's going to produce that character in you that people say, I know this person is who they say they are because they've proven themselves. Look what they've been through. Look what they've gone through. And then it says character produces hope. That's where the more mature you get, the more you know where that hope is supposed to be placed. And that hope doesn't put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts. Imagine that for just a minute. I know we say that we love God, and I know we say that God loved us, and God loves us. But think about God having this big bucket of love, and he says, I'm going to pour it right into the heart of you. That word heart is also defined as the feelings center of the person or the central point of your life. So God says, I'm going to pour this into the very middle of who you are, and I want this to overflow out of you. It says that God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Do you know what the Holy Spirit is? He's a gift. A lot of times we'll talk about the gifts of the Spirit, but the truth is the Spirit is the gift. The Spirit just manifests Himself differently in different strengths and different ways in our lives through our spiritual journey, but the Holy Spirit is the gift that God gave us. So I want you to think about this. Christmas time is coming soon. It is not too early. If you need permission, it's not too early to listen to Christmas music. I promise you. God was talking about Christmas in the prophetic words in Isaiah hundreds of years before Jesus ever showed up. So a couple of months, we're, we're good to go. God was talking about it hundreds of years before it happened. So today, you can start listening to Christmas music officially. It's okay. But we talk about Christmas and Christmas time, and we know that we experience the gift of Jesus, right? Jesus was the gift to us. So God is giving us the gift of his son. Then after his son lives a perfect life, dies, raises again from the dead, and then ascends to heaven, God gives us another gift. He gives us the Holy Spirit. He's continuing to give us out of his love. He doesn't just give us, listen to this, God is three in one. It's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So God is not just giving us a gift or something he purchased. God is giving us himself. So every time he has given us a gift, it has been himself. He says, I want to experience this life with you. I want you to experience this life, and I want you to experience me. Today, know this. God's love is poured into your heart through the gift of the Holy Spirit, who is God. God is loving you by giving you himself and allowing his presence to fill the very center of everything that you go through, the very center of your heart. That's how God displays his love. We know if you read a couple of verses down further, it says God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. God proved his love that while we were still sinners, we were messed up. We'd, we couldn't give anything to God that was worth it. And he said, I want them. I want to bring them into my family. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. 